Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. It's weird to be doing this with the sun up. Alex Finn. I wonder like how intelligent our characters are going to be because I'm not going to be drinking because I still have to go pick up my son. <laughs> and Stace Babcock. Yeah, I assume that this is going to be one of our best, most well-thought-out episodes ever, because I'm not drinking either. I'm drinking NAS, high-performance energy drink, enhanced mental focus, plus high-performance energy. Ooh. It has... It's a lot of high-performance energy in there. 500% of my daily value of vitamin B12, which means it's good for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no way you can OD on vitamins. By the way, you can overdose on vitamins. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Or if it did happen, I survived. No protein. That's fine. 240% of that B6. Is it B12 or B6 that helps with a bad trip? <laughs> yeah, this will either be our most competent episode or our most boring because we just make straightforward decisions. Yeah. Hmm. I have faith in you guys that those decisions will not be straightforward. We never do make straight choices. I have confidence that we won't make any decisions at all. I think that's a fair confidence. Well, Nyx is definitely going to have to make a decision here. What? We'll get there. Um, but before we get to that, I have some XP to award. Ooh. <gasps> you mean I have to open my character sheet? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a good idea. See, I have my character sheet open. I have my dice. I had Audacity. I had Discord closed. I'm on a fucking roll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I might go get an energy drink later. Let's go over a few things here. You guys got, you know, took the subway. You cleaned out caves that were destroying that maintenance area. Dilly got very badly hurt, but there was some growth that came from there. Some interesting character decisions. You guys helped this town in need with the angels. You found an artifact in addition to the ciphers in that town. You met this other strange creature that you managed to get out of involving crafting. Cha-Cha had an emotional moment bonding with a small child for one of the first times where she's been successful at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you guys found out other, like, hints and story items as well. So you guys each have five additional XP. <gasps> what? Holy five? shit. Jesus. Five? Yes. Five? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I should take an advancement while I'm here. Do I want to move toward perfection? Oh, shit. I need to Do figure out. Do I want out. a new skill? Guys, I'm so close to tier four. Do I want extra effort? Wait, tier four? Yeah. How? I don't know. It happens. How? <laughs> Aren't you already tier four? Am I? I thought it was tier three. Yes. No, you teared up. You got a uh, re regeneration or whatever. Did I not say I was right. a better tier now? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I think you teared up, but you just didn't increment the tier level on your character sheet. That sounds like me. Okay. Quick question about advancements. The improve a skill one, is that I can only improve a skill I already have, or can I get a new skill? I was getting new skills with that. You can get training in a new skill as long as it's non-combat and not one of the specialized ones. Like, so, for example, Nyx couldn't take Understanding Numenera. Could I take Understanding Numenera since I've already... Um... Yes, yes, because you've already got it to neutralize. So you could go specialize in Understanding, which would just be a train for you. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, look at my character sheet. I see my... I did try to take notes last episode I see, and it says, Ep start, colon, peeps getting taken in tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so detailed <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> amazing speaking of which who remembers what happened last time i'm gonna pick on alex god i was really drunk <laughs> okay last time we'd come back to the city and lost zach question mark no we know where he is well no like he wandered off we lost him as a party member yeah all right and what else Ep start. Peeps getting taken in tunnel. Oh, yeah. So we were just kind of standing around and the village chieftain. Is that what kind of place we're in? I believe it was an elder. Okay. Village elder ran up and was like, yo, 
these people got taken into the tunnel. We missed a bunch of people, including fucking Gary, but nobody likes Gary. That's what I took away from Mm -hmm. the elder saying, oh, no. A lot of people like his mod, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. So we were all like, hey, let's go save these people because we're supposed to be the good guys, right? Question mark. And when we did that, we, um, one second, I got this. Oh, we went down into the tunnels. We crawled through the hole. And then we saw the kid that we actually like because I guess we like him because he's a day drinker or something. (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. So we like him because he drinks or something. And he was running away from a horrible monster. And we were like, don't worry, child. We will save you. And we ran after him. And we killed the monster. And he disappeared. And so we kept following the general direction that he disappeared to. And what else did we do? So after chasing him and being all like, Hey, buddy, we need to save you. Frankenstein monster. Yeah, we killed the Frankenstein monster and we discovered an alien who had kidnapped the kid in a crystal prison. And we're like, hey, this isn't cool. Maybe you should stop. And the guy's like, hey, I'm trying to do an experiment here. Do you mind? And we're like, yeah, we do, actually. (laughs) Actually, we do. And so after we announced that we actually did mind... We actually, for once, did a non-combat way of solving mm-hmm. our problems, which surprised everyone. Still violent, though. Non-combat, yeah, still, but still murder yeah. at the end of the day. Who did we murder? Oh, well. Well, we tried. <laughs> it was attempted. Success is not certain. Oh, yeah. I don't remember how, but somehow there was a bomb. And we rescued the kid by telling the guy that, hey, how about you use this other thing over here for your experiments because this kid's super boring this kid not going to give you great results why don't you go attack this other sentient species <laughs> oh yeah didn't we like sacrifice the angels even though odds are we killed a little them? bit and we're like they whatever. fled yeah whatever but the bomb came about because of one of you doing some awesome things specifically dilly did dilly do some awesome stuff he rigged the console to blow oh Dilly bullshitted him and said, like, oh, no, this is this is this isn't how this works. Low powered console. Let me fix this for you. And then. Oh, that's amazing. Dilly bullshitted a level eight creature that is clearly a scientist. Holy shit. And then engineered a bomb in the scientist's own materials. That is dope as fuck. That is super amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm saying Thanks. this like I wasn't and that's there. With Dilly's malformed brain right now. <laughs> I love how I'm saying this like I wasn't there. You know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, so after we're like, yeah, totally, go experiment on the angels instead. Don't worry about it. Here's how you find them. And Dilly was super amazing, and everybody loves Dilly. He rigged the place to blow. We took the kid, and we're like, okay, bye. Don't worry. We're not doing anything super suspicious. We left down the tunnel, and when we made it a safe distance apart, it blew up. And we won, but the tunnel collapsed. No, I think it kind of blew out a little bit of the collapsed debris that was already there. So it's still messy, but it's helped a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. And that's how I think we ended. No. No? There was one very important thing that happened at the (gasps) end. Oh, no. What was it? Well, Nyx, I think, woke up or something (gasps) to find Hubert the first trying to kill Hubert the second. Listen, Hubert the first is just getting, he probably owes him some money. And he's just saying, where's my money? I like to imagine there's like a side episode, a side story of Hubert the first going like, having like a full like Rambo montage, like getting ready moment. Yes. Wait, Rambo first blood or the later movies where they're like, no, he's definitely a hero. Don't worry. I mean, we don't really know that much about Hubert, so. I'm sure Hubert thinks of himself as a hero in his own mind. Most people do. True. True, true, true. We need to have a 10-episode backstory to figure out what Hubert's version of Nam was. <gasps> it was Nim. It's mostly Cha-Cha's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, Nix, you wake up to first the... 
not that goes into a full-on sort of high-pitched screech. You wake up and Hubert the first is jamming his antlers into Hubert the second. And where his antlers have jabbed in, there is a thick, viscous blue blood matting the fur. Hardcore. Nyx will pick up Hubert the mouse by the little scruff, Mm -hmm. hold Hubert in front of her face, and she's going to go snack on him. She's not going to eat him, but she is going to show her fangs and open up her jaw. And this is a pretty big temptation. I know. Apologies if Nyx eats you, Bear. <laughs> Give me an intellect roll of nine. Honestly, when this was announced, I was like, if Hubert dies, he dies. I've come to terms <laughs> with it. What, what Danielle, uh, is Nyx rolling for? Intellect of nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. Just focus on how indigestible the antlers are. Just focus on that. I got a nat 20. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so you- you definitely do not eat Hubert. What would you like as a major effect? Some insight into what Hubert the First's fucking problem is. I want to understand this animal situation. Hubert the First has always disliked or been frightened of Hubert the Second. Yes. And Hubert the First appears to have decided to take matters into their own hands. Or a little pause more accurately. There's not a whole lot much else going on there because Hubert the First is a mouse with antlers and has sort of like a brain the size of like three peas pushed together. So there's not a lot of complexity going on there. Okay. What about any insight into the nature of Hubert the Second? Okay. Hubert the Second, I would say some insight that you get is that this wound is not great. It's not life-threatening. But it's very painful for Hubert II. Hubert II doesn't necessarily, at least up until this moment, you don't get the feeling Hubert II felt one way or another about Hubert I. But Hubert II is whimpering and trying to snuggle closer to you, like looking for comfort because it's in pain. Oh, so Hubert II didn't react violently. There's no, hmm, trying to figure out why Hubert II was in prison, you know, mostly. Well, he was in a container. That doesn't necessarily mean prison. That's true. So, hang on. So, where is everybody? Are we in the inn or tavern? You're in the inn. Okay. So, Nyx will comfort Hubert II, and I don't know if we've taken over Zach's old room at this point or what, but she will take Hubert II to wherever Cha-Cha is for treatment. Yeah, Cha-Cha is just a little ways over. You're all still crowded in this one room. So Nyx looks under the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Cha-Cha's sleeping under the bed. Yo, Cha-Cha. Nyx, like, carefully, carefully, (laughs) like, shakes her shoulder. Like, more of, like, not even a shake, like a touch. (laughs) And snatches her hand back, just in case. (laughs) I think Cha-Cha does that, like, sudden, like, eye open that you see in the movies where you're like, oh, they're just sleeping. And, oh! (laughs) Yeah, like no other motion, just the eyes suddenly snap open, completely alert. So Nyx has Hubert II cuddled, and Hubert I still by the scruff. With And there's definitely some of that blue blood on Hubert I's antlers. Okay. Yo, Chacha, your, uh, your mouse hurt my fluff ball, so I was just wondering if you could, like, help me with the wound. You see it? And she, like, hold out the, hold out Hubert II and show the blood. Hubert II attempts to cuddle deeper into your hand. They don't like being farther away from you right now. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think I need to talk about this to Hubert I afterwards, because, like, if you're gonna start shit, you gotta finish it or expect revenge. Well, you know, I did, like, assert my dominance over Hubert I, just the you know, because I, I basically, like, he was poking Hubert the second with his antlers. So I, I kind of think I might have scared him, Chacha. But yeah, if you could talk to him. But first, Hubert the second is hurt. Can you, you know, do some first aid or whatever? I don't think it requires surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Chacha's, like, going to do a slow, like, brawl out from underneath the bed, you know. <laughs> Reminiscent of horror movies of just, you know. <laughs> Hopefully Dilly's not freaked out. You're moving out from under the bed like Samara crawls out of a TV. Yes. (laughs) Nyx has seen it a million times at this point. Okay. So Chacha's out from under the bed. 
I guess Trash is gonna use her healing skill, which FYI used that really good XP to specialize in healing. Nice. I still have four left, so. <laughs> okay, so Cha Cha, this will be a nine. You're specialized, so that makes it a three. Don't take offense. I'm not gonna use effort. I got a seven. Okay. It's not life threatening. You can provide a bandage. It's clearly painful for Hubert II. You really don't know enough about Hubert II's biology to know, like, risk of infection or anything like that. But, you know, you can clean the wound a little bit and, you know, kind of put a bandage on it. It's a little hard because it's basically a furry sphere. So getting a bandage mm -hmm. to stick is difficult. But one of the things that's obvious to you as a caretaker is that you're doing this. You think it's probably for the best that you do it. But Hubert II is really not interested in anybody besides Nick's touching them right now. Fair. Aww. So, um, yeah, Nick's, I would definitely just kind of, I guess the word is baby this sphere. Because, like, can't do much. It's a sphere and covered in hair. And so if I put, like, too much of a Band-Aid on it, it'll be kind of, when you take off the Band-Aid, it's going to be, like, ripping a bald patch in there. Okay, yeah. So I should, like, I should shave it, is what you're saying. I mean, the question is, like, if you shaved it, would it become, like, is there anything underneath? Yeah, I assume skin of some kind. I mean, there's blood here. Nick's will, like, part the fur and take, like, how long is this fur? The fur is probably about three quarters of an inch all around. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know that Nick's has a razor seems like such a basic item. Daniel, does Nyx have a razor? Is Nyx likely to shave anything? I mean, the hair for hmm. the mohawk? Yeah, doesn't she shave the side of her head? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, she would have a razor. That, thank you. Because she did have the mohawk for a long Probably time. Probably doesn't anymore because her hair Bleeds. moves of its own accord. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, so you'd have a razor of some sort. Whether it's a razor or just a very sharpened knife that, that's small and designed for that. Right. So she'll shave around it for the bandage application. You bear the second whimpers very loudly as you start shaving. What colors you bear underneath all that fur? It's actually the skin is somewhat bluish, just like the fur is. Aww. So kind of like a dog that has spots on its skin. Mm -hmm. When we shaved Max, when he had his, when he got fixed, you could see his little spots on his skin and it was cute. Mm -hmm. Cool. So the Knicks will do that and get Hubert bandaged up. Yep. And uh, tuck Hubert in closely. Hubert the second. Hubert the mm -hmm. first, she still had... She, oh, she would have had to hand to Cha-Cha to shave. For shaving so, Hubert the first? No. She would have had... She had Hubert oh. the first. She has to hand... Who named these creatures? Um, <laughs> Him to you to shave. So yeah, that's the sitch. Okay. Okay. What is Cha-Cha doing with Hubert the first? I think Cha-Cha is kind of muttering things to Hubert the First. Kind of like, so, um, we, we're going to have a big, better talk later. But, you know, if you're going to start it, you got to finish it. Because Hubert oh the Second has <laughs> Nyx's backing. So it's really not a smart idea to be attacking Hubert the Second on top of Nyx. Like, that seems like you wanted to die. And I just say that. His little beady eyes are just watching you. Nix is going to have to eat Hubert the first. Catch is going to use mind reading on Hubert the first. Ooh. So it's surface mm -hmm. thoughts. Bear the first doesn't think in any sort of structured language because Hubert the first is a mouse. Yeah. You keep saying that, Daniel, but I still don't quite believe you. Yeah. Just saying. So the thoughts you're getting is that Hubert the first is somewhat encouraged after stabbing Hubert II, but still afraid of Hubert II, is even more scared of Nyx now than Hubert I used to be. Fair. And that Hubert I really just wants to go somewhere safe, like a pocket. Also, Hubert I is a little hungry. Okay. So, then Chacha is going to kind of, like, kind of nod her head, like, yes, we had a good talk. My point got across. Even though it didn't, we know it didn't. And make sure she sticks him in a pocket that has food in it. Okay. 
So your mind reading is active for 10 minutes, so you can sense Hubert the first, like, munching, and it's basically the non-verbal equivalent of food, 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 munching. That's fair. I agree with that. That's me. That's me. <laughs> right now, I want to just say. It is the middle of the night, so it's up to you guys if you want to go back to sleep or do anything else. Oh, yeah. Nix will go back to sleep, but with, like, wrapped around Hubert the second. Fetal style. Coiled around, you might say? Co- yes, you <laughs> might say. Okay. So the next morning comes. Dilly, you're the first one who wakes up. Oh, what a lovely night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Manta. Let's get you some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Dilly and Manta go down and get some breakfast. Okay. So you go down. It's only a few moments later that Vlad follows you down and sits at the table. Morning. Morning, Dilly. Did you sleep well? Yeah. Why? I'm glad to hear that. Thanks. Did you sleep well? I slept fine. I'm just worried about you. You've been through a lot lately. Um, I mean, no more than usual. I'm sorry to hear about that, too. <laughs> Thanks. Actually, I, now that I think about it, it's going relatively well. I haven't been eaten by anything in a long time, so doing all right. Yeah. I asked Dilly what that is, and he points at your right bicep. Oh. Dilly looks at his right bicep. There is a very raw bit of skin there with a piece of synth sticking out, kind of like a little nobule. Aster, is this you? Are you doing this? There's like a long pause. Um, doing what? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Aster, I was going to ask you once, are you transforming my skin, my organic body, into synthetic material. While you're having this conversation, Vlad is just across the table drinking some Ninth Ward coffee. He's like, interesting, because he's hearing your side of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Astra says, just making some optimizations, Father, since your unfortunate accident. <laughs> I'm trying to be sympathetic, because we are in a very unique situation. But you can't just change somebody else's body without their consent, Aster. Why not? You did. Oh, burn. I learned it from you, Dad. (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing so hard. Sorry. Yes, I did. And, yep, nope, I have no response to that. Does not justify you doing it, though. I don't see why not. Because it's still a bad thing. Listen, Father, if there's one thing that I've seen in our times in this unfortunate, shall we say, prattling situation Mm -hmm. is that you don't seem capable of surviving very effectively without me stepping in occasionally. In which case, I need to optimize for those moments. Burn! I believe you were just saying you haven't been eaten recently. Part of the reason for that has been my own power. I did the thing with the uh, tigers and that weird thingamabob that like attacked us on the mountainside you were there for that vlad yeah i was that was good work yeah i avoided being eaten there what else put up that murder globe thing kept us from being eaten by those crawlers were they called crawlers that's what i've always heard them called okay so aster i've been keeping myself out of other things mouths just fine by myself dirty with the help of nixon chacha what about the eel creatures and the angels what eel creatures Oh, right, those eel creatures. Okay. I was thinking of other eel creatures. Okay, fair. Though technically I wasn't going to get eaten by those. They were just going to rip me apart, maybe. I guess we won't know, will we? No, we won't. But anyway, unimportant. Stop changing my biology to fit your needs, all right? I'll build you somewhere else you can go for a little bit. Until we can get you the body that you can have full autonomy over. That's not mine. Just saying there's other upgrades we could pursue in the meantime. We have those arms. Yes, but here's the thing. Ask me first. Don't just pursue it on your own. Because, again, it's not your body. I'll see what I can do, Father. And then you get this sudden, like, silence. Like, he's, like, deliberately turning his shoulder to you. Ah, what a dick. Vlad, do you have kids? (laughs) No. (sighs) Lucky. I already have to look after too many. Hmm. Hmm. It's at this moment that Nix and Cha-Cha wake up upstairs. Nix, you feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
you have five less might points. What? Oh, shit. Why? That's just the way you wake up? Ugh. I don't remember a party. Mix will examine Hubert the second. Hubert the second appears to be asleep. The bandage is there. It looks a little bit soaked with blood. Mm-hmm. But the blood looks dry. It just looks like it's stained. It's not like Hubert the second was bleeding all night or anything okay, like that. Okay, good. She'll take a look under the bandage. That will definitely wake up Hubert the second because you're tugging at a bandage. She makes like little like, you know, comforting noises. She's like, and just like, yeah, peels it up and looks underneath. There's a bit of scab form there. I mean, the wound is still there, but it's, you know, just some looks like natural scabbing. All right. She'll replace it or change it and then, uh, yeah, sit up and look under the bed to see if Chacha is there. Chacha, you are definitely awake under there. I think she's just kind of like zoning out, staring at nothing but everything. I'm going to go uh, downstairs, Chacha. I'm going to hydrate. I am, uh, man, I'm not feeling good this morning. Can Chacha run like a quick healing check? Mm-hmm. This will be a 12. You're specialized, so it's a 6. Let's risk it again. Maybe we just binge drank and didn't know it. Anything's possible. 17. There doesn't appear to be anything physically wrong with Nyx. She definitely seems like a little like weaker, like she's feeling a little off, but she doesn't seem particularly sick. There's no obvious wounds or anything like that. Like something's off about her. Like you can tell, like her eyes look a little bit, you know, bloodshot, but there doesn't appear to be anything as far as you can tell physically wrong with her. Hmm. Oh. Did you like party when I wasn't looking? You know, I, I am kind of having a hard time remembering what we did last night, but I feel like we didn't party, Cha-Cha. I think, didn't we just go to sleep? I thought we did, but, like, there's nothing physically wrong with you, so I'm Ugh. a little concerned, you know? Yeah, I'm just gonna rest for a second. I'm gonna try to take an action recovery roll. Okay. Okay, so does she recover her HP or might? Sorry. Sure. Oh, interesting. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know, Daniel. I don't you know what's going on. <laughs> you tell us. Ugh. All right. I'm going downstairs. Okay. You go down there. You see Dilly, Manta Ray, and Vlad over at a table. Dilly looks irritated. Yeah. And I think you see Dilly, like, half-finished breakfast, pushed aside, and, like, he's tinkering with something now. And I think when you get closer, you realize it's the broken metal mine that he picked up when Aster still had other other body mm. although that metal mind is lit up now because of the one crystal pillar its eye always replenished mm. oh i totally forgot that happened it's still partially broken though right it's not completely repaired yeah it's not it's not like oh, okay fully functional Don't but it's no longer like a decrepit you mm. know broken piece no longer a paperweight it's no longer just a conversation <laughs> yeah. yeah you see dilly just like muttering to himself angry tinkering there <laughs> nix will uh if the bartender is there she'll request a pitcher of water and then just drain it like with both hands <laughs> mm-hmm. i think chacha's gonna slowly make her way down so you come down and see nix draining this pitcher and there's actually some of the water is running out the sides of her mouth because she's drinking so fast dilly is irritatedly tinkering and Vlad is watching them both with just one eyebrow raised up while he sips his coffee. This, I mean, I guess that's what we're doing this morning. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> Today is for violence. Today we woke up and we chose violence. That sounds like us. And to be clear, it's the innkeeper's husband that served the water. A few moments later, the headman walks in to the inn from the outside and sees you guys and comes over to Vlad and says, okay, I think we've got it cleared, or at least the tracks are cleared. There's still some debris on the sides, but I think we've got the main track cleared for you guys. Uh, okay. All right. Dilly's going to look up from his stuff and look at the others. So are we leaving today? No? I don't see why not. Is there something you really love here? <laughs> Dilly just kind of like glances at the headman. It's a fine town, but we do need to be getting on. Well, certainly. And we understand we're, we're grateful for the service you provided to Willem's foe. For Willem Defoe? Yep. Love it. I think it's like in our contract or something that we should leave immediately. 
So, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm going to run over uh, there, you guys, and try to sweat this out. Sweat what out? You okay? Woke up not feeling great, honestly. What did you eat? What did I eat? Surprisingly not, you bear the first. I mean, Dilly. People food, obviously. (laughs) She says with side eye at the bartender. (laughs) (laughs) And then she whispers, small creatures in the area, Dilly. Yeah. And were any of them brightly colored? Because that's usually poison, you know? Uh, mm, could it have been something she <laughs> <laughs> Give me an intellect roll of nine. Sure. Oh, shit. Nineteen. Woo! Damn. All right. You don't think it was anything you ate. What would you propose as a minor effect? A big hint mm. on what it was? Oh, yeah. A big fat hint. <laughs> I would like a clue, Daniel. <laughs> You can't think of anything that you specifically have done that would have caused this. Hmm. I think someone did this to me, you guys. Uh, Chasha, what's is Hubert? What what is Hubert the first doing? Hiding in the pocket. We came to an understanding that Hubert the first shouldn't start things that Hubert the first cannot finish. Yo, Chasha, I know I said I wouldn't eat Hubert the first, but if if Hubert the first is acting aggressively. Toward me or Hubert too? Well, wait, what? What happened? Did Hubert the first start something? And he didn't finish it, so that's the problem. Yeah, he uh, stabbed Hubert the second with his antlers last night. What? They are not just for decoration. Ugh, man. So both me and Hubert the second don't feel good this morning. And I will say full disclosure: I've come to terms that. If you bear the first start stuff he can't finish, he gets what he gets. I've told him this. I mean, yeah, Cha-Cha, you know, my promise was sort of predicated on the fact that you bear the first wouldn't, like, start stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, so I'll do my best. I think I scared the shit out of him last night. So, like, maybe he'll chill the fuck out. I sincerely hope so. But, uh, yeah, I, uh... Man, I mean, I guess you can't feel good every day. I have to change my regimen and, you know, see why this happened. But, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to sweat it out. I'll see you guys at the uh, at the subway. Fair. But, yeah, like I said, if it happens, it happens. And can't win them all. All right. Next takes off. She gone. Oh. Subway? Subway. It's probably, a, yeah, probably need some time to get a manta ray down the hole. Yeah. And then... Be a good idea to check subway tram thing, the cart, the car, whatever we call it. Just make sure that still runs. I think that's a good idea. Okay. So you guys are heading towards the greenhouse, which is, of course, your way back down to the underground. And as you're headed that way, Jackson comes running up to Cha-Cha, and he's carrying a sheaf of paper with him. And he says, Cha-Cha, I made you this. Well... I originally made it to put it in my room, but my mother said I should give it to you instead. So I said that, yeah, this is a good idea. And when you look at it, it is a drawing of a woman in a red cloak with purple smoke coming up from her eyes. Aww. I think Chacha makes a very confused face. Like, she's not exactly sure what's happening. Like, did this child make a wanted poster of her or is this a good thing? Mm -hmm. Thank, thank, thank you. Do you like it? I, I spent all morning on it. Oh. Alex, the person is crying. <laughs> Aww. So sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, you got the smoke details and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool how you do that. I, I know some people find it unsettling, but, but I like it. I think it's neat. Thank you. Most people find me in general unsettling. Hmm, I guess that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is one of those moments where, like, they tell you, just keep being yourself. And if people don't like it, kill them. (laughs) From behind, you just hear Dilly go, Chacha, no. You know what? I like that. I'm going to stick to that. Yeah. It's a good way to, like, live your life. Don't let other people tell you who to be. That's right. That's right. I like that. Well, um, see you later, Chacha. And you see him go running into the inn behind you guys and you hear him yelling out like can I get my usual coffee? <laughs> I love this How kid. old is this kid? How old is this kid? Like eight? He's about he's about ten. 
I can't remember what I said in the in his first appearance. He's like nine or ten. You guys make your way down to the tunnels and make your way to the pod. Most of the people down here have like cleared out. They're resting after doing all this work. Dilly, as you approach the pod, its doors just slide open automatically. Was someone was someone working on this? There's nobody else around besides you guys. What the fuck? All right. Dilly, did you sleep prepare? Sleep tinker? Is that what the word is? Uh, I don't think so. Lights click on inside the pod, and some of the lights along the tunnel start lighting up. Just those intermittent ones along the sides. Okay. Uh, Dilly's just going to do a quick check on whatever controls at just like diagnostic on this thing. Just make sure everything is running. Yeah, there aren't any specific like driving controls in it, mm. but give me a understanding Numenera of 12. So that's a 15 for you because cognitive uh-huh. Chacha is helping. So now it's a 12 for Dilly. 12 and then 9-6 with my edge. Now I roll an 11. It appears to be powering itself back up. You think it's possible that when all the other problems with the track were identified, it fell down into a very limited maintenance mode. And now that it's detecting the presence of a potential rider Mm -hmm. and that this track is cleared, it seems to be powering back up and trying to resume whatever program it was on before. Is there a clear um, go button? No. Okay. You suspect that once people get inside of it, Mm -hmm. The doors are going to shut and it's going to start going on its way again. Okay. Probably to whatever destination it was programmed for before. Dilly will turn around to the other and say, all right, so this thing looks like it's going to go, is kind of on a semi-automatic program. So it's not going to go until people get on. So I think we got to wait for Nix to get down here before we can get on and get going. Nix is like right behind you. God, Jesus. <laughs> where, how, where did you come from? Yo, Dilly, I've been here. Really need to open those eyes up, Dilly. Yeah, I beat you, I, I beat you guys here. Yeah. I've been doing squats in that corner. Didn't you see it, Dilly? <laughs> I, Cha-Cha, when Nick says I've been doing squats in that corner, you look over there and you can see just on the edges of shadow there, these snake-like creatures, two of them, with these distorted monk faces, just watching there, slowly bobbing their heads left to right. Like they're jamming to music? Like it's almost like they're idle and watching. Hey, uh, Nix, you got some fanboys now. So yeah. Where? What do you mean, Cha-Cha? Um, it's the snakes. The dick snakes. They like you. I mean, that makes sense because like I am a snake. Yeah. You know. I mean, sort of. You know what I mean. Yeah. Becoming more snake-like, like, uh, like by the day. It's not like a friendship like, it's more like a they realize your greatness and they want to follow you as your servant. So I think in the weird long, not weird, but the long run of it, it's a good idea. Can they show themselves? Chasha, can you talk to them and be like, yo, what's up with this situation? I mean, should I tell them you're cool with it or something? Just tell them like, I want to know what's going on, you know? Like if they're civil, I'm going to be civil. You know what I'm saying, Chacha? I guess Josh just going to, like, turn to the corner and just kind of look at them to see how they react to that. They kind of flip the back ends of their bodies a little bit around, like, sort of, like, swishing a tail almost. And they open their mouths with those black, glittering teeth inside. They don't make any sound that you are hearing right now, but they are reacting to you with some excitement and interest, Cha-Cha. It's at this point you also, Cha-Cha, notice that there is another one kind of coming from the shadows of the other tunnel, kind of sort of slowly making its way towards Dilly, but kind of keeping their distance. Okay, so, like, Nick's consented to this, but, like, Dilly I'm not so sure of. So, like, be cool, don't be a dick. Black saliva drips from their toothy mouths. Yo, Cha-Cha, just to be clear, like they're up to something creepy and weird i do not consent to it you know so i'm just trying to figure out what's up uh i i think two out of three are being cool about it and the third one is gonna get his ass handed to him if he keeps being creepy looking around does dilly see anything with astrovision this would be a perception based role for you and aster of 15 okay 
it's 15 because Aster is hindered in this situation. Interesting. Aster can perceive extra-dimensional entities, but he's hindered in his attempt to do so. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a nine with Dilly's Edge, and that's a four. So Aster does not clock anything. Well, I mean, we have to get going anyway, so... Cha-Cha, one of these creatures starts advancing towards you, kind of in a sinuous way, moving their way towards you. Listen, we're trying to negotiate tentative peace, but I will fuck you up if you keep this up, because you're getting a little creepy. Its mouth opens wider and stretches backwards, almost like from that scream face to almost like the hint of a smile on the edges. I think she's going to look at the two that were, like, super cool with, like, Nick's Doopy and Nick's. That's one of them that's coming towards you. Oh. Then she's going to send out a mental onslaught. Okay. So this will be a 12. 16. Okay. It seems to strike it, and it halts, and you do suddenly hear, like, this gurgling, hissing sound, and its barbed tongue flicks out. And then the other one that was over there starts advancing towards you, this time a little bit more quickly. I'm going to keep going because, like like I said to Hubert the first, don't start shit you aren't going to finish. And she's going to do another mental onslaught. Against the same one or the other one? The other one. Okay, so this will be a 12. Nat 20. Nice. Okay, extra damage or major effect? I think I'm going to go with major effect. Okay, what are you proposing? I want this to, like, assert... Chacha's dominance on the room. <laughs> like, this is just okay. how Chacha's going to pee on everything and be like, no, this is mine. Okay. So, the one that you hit stops for a second and looks at you and hisses again, Barb kind of looking out but they don't approach you. The other one kind of looks away from you and starts making their way over towards Dilly. That is also mine. If you are going to keep going, I'm going to keep going. Also, He's got something else in him that will kill you. Chasha, give me a intellect roll. It's a social roll of 12. Got 17. You don't think that these creatures actually understand the language you're speaking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they don't speak our language. Hey, Dilly, you might want to tell Aster to kind of get ready. I am ready enough. Also... What are the rest of us seeing? Like, what's Nixon and Tilly seeing? Well, you see Cha-Cha talking to apparently nothing and sending out mental onslaughts. And we just see them, like, just terminate midair? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't need Aster to help me, but I do think that we can't... The rest of us can't really do anything about this, so we should just leave. I don't think this is a fight that we can win, because it seems like only you can interact with whatever you're interacting with right now. Cha-cha. I mean, weren't we riding the subway to our next location? We were about to. We haven't got on yet. I think we should get on then. Yes. Where are the snakes? Dilly's kind of wants to get on, but like isn't quite sure where he can step. I think Cha-cha's going to point them out. When Cha-cha points them out and Nyx has an idea of their location, she is going to bear her fangs in that direction. Are you hissing too? Are you doing like the full on? Yeah, yeah. Thing is. Yeah, yeah. Chacha, when Nyx does that, these snakes freeze and they slide backwards, turn and look at Nyx, and they lower their heads to the floor. Nyx, you're much better at asserting dominance in this situation, so I think I'll just keep pointing, you keep hissing. Okay, yeah, that works. Nyx will attempt to signal that, like, her friends are off limits. Okay. So she'll, like, step between, I think, Dil- like, maybe as she hissed, she, like, stepped between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Chacha, you see two of them kind of back off a little bit, and one of them, keeping their head down low and submissive, slides a little closer to Nyx, very slowly, until they get about two feet away. And then you see weird flex going up their body towards their head, and their mouth opens, and they spit out this, like, viscous black goop and mucus onto the ground. And then they flick their barbed tongue, and they slither away in the shadows, disappearing. And you guys are alone in the tunnel, 
but next two feet in front of you, seemingly from nowhere, is a puddle of black mucus with some sort of object in it. That's a gift. Uh, cool. Um, what the fuck? Maybe we should use gloves to get the object. Just saying. Or a stick. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm wearing glove, so Nix will pick it up with her gloved hand. Okay, the glove smokes a little bit and gets eaten away by this mucus, but your skin underneath is unaffected by it. Interesting. And what you find is a small pendant on a leather thong. And this pendant is in the shape of three snakes braided together. Does it look like the artifact she originally recovered? A smaller and more complex design, but yes, very similar. Ooh, she will ensure it is, you know, she'll like rinse it with like her water skin or whatever and uh, Mm -hmm. put it on. Okay, you put it on. Does anything seem to happen? Nothing. Okay. You bear the second makes a tiny like, like kind of disturbed from their nap in your sling just because this thing is coming onto your. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your neck around where the sling is. Because she holds it. Otherwise, nothing happens. Okay. Interesting. Yo, that's kind of weird, right? Cha-cha. I think you're able to assert dominance as the superior snake creature on them. So I I don't think it's that weird, right? Caribbis did call you an imp queen. Maybe this is what he was referring to? Oh, I mean, seems weird, but I guess I am. Like, I am. Maybe I should have, like, tried to learn more about that artifact initially, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All the um, listeners are like, no. yeah. yeah that kind of makes sense dilly like honestly i don't know how i'm gonna be queen of the snacks but like yeah weird cha-cha i would say in this moment with this conversation you probably now remember that both buddy cop and not buddy cop have both referred to the dicks as imps you know now that i'm thinking about it buddy cop and not buddy cop they like to call the dicks imps instead of so wait nix wasn't privy to this nomenclature prior i don't know if nix would have heard it before okay cha-cha's definitely heard it before but i don't remember if anybody talking to nix would have mama jaren might have called them imps once but that would have been like just in passing okay so i don't know that should then she would necessarily have put together what dilly was saying if she didn't know because she she knows them as the dicks Chacha, one thing that I definitely want to make sure, like, if I am, like, an imp or whatever, is that we stay friends. Because, like, I know that you don't like them. I mean, just because I don't like them doesn't mean I don't like you. Thanks, Chacha. I appreciate that. Man, shit's weird. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, (laughs) next we'll just get in the train. As we're getting on, Dilly will ask Vlad, hey, Vlad. Where's the apprentice person you've mentioned a couple times? Apprentice moves around between the safe houses. I don't usually encounter her in the same place more than once. She doesn't have like a central place she works at, but she just kind of goes where she's supposed to go. Do you have a way of contacting her? Just because if she sees something similar to what Cha-Cha can see, maybe she knows more about these imps. If we can get to a safe house, I could probably find some way to reach her via the proctors. I don't have a way out here just on my own to reach her right okay i need the fire oh the fire is not just a mama j thing that's a standard equipment not equipment dilly fire is multiple places at once it's a singular fire and a little bit of it is always with a guardian and at that moment dilly and nix you feel a slight warming sensation on your arms where the fire licked your skin when you took your oaths oh but I think we've all had enough strangeness for one morning. And he takes a sip from a small flask that he pulls out of pocket. <laughs> Shall we get on board? Yeah. Maybe Prentice can be after uh, we deal with, or after Nix figures out what's happening with the so, with those uh, travelers, huh? Let's see how it goes. Okay. So you guys getting on yep. the pod? Oh, yep. yeah. So you get on the pod, the door shuts, and the pod begins moving, speeding up and moving very, very quickly. One thing that didn't happen before 
is even though there are no speakers that you can see anywhere, there is a crackling sound and then a deep voice starts repeating something over and over again in a language that I would say Nix and Cha-Cha don't recognize. Dilly, you hear Aster in your head, just almost like muttering to himself, cute. Aster, what's it saying? Oh, you do need my help now. Oh, <gasps> massive pants. All right. Can't be like that. Don't tell me. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly gets, pulls out the metal mine search, just like angry tinkering again. <laughs> Careful with that. Shut up. <laughs> so you guys are shooting along for like two hours before the pod finally comes to a stop in a wide chamber. You guys are aware there have been multiple branches where this pod has gone one way or the other, but has been moving so fast that you haven't been able to, like, get a good feel for those decisions. Like, they come by so fast, and it pulls in on a platform that is dimly lit. This is not, like, a just a plain cavern. There's actually, like, some walls here, and there's a staircase leading up from the platform. And the pod comes to a stop and opens its doors. And the lights on the tunnels start flicking out in succession. And then the pod turns off its lights, and it's just the dim light of the platform. During the journey, while Dilly was angry tinkering, he pulled out a few books, his crafting book slash notebook, and also his understanding Numenera book. Mm -hmm. And at first he was referencing both these books a lot, but then as the journey went on, he referenced them less and less. Having retained a lot of the knowledge, and Dilly is going to improve his skill, become trained, properly trained in understanding Numenera, and become Tier 4. Ooh! Awesome. Boom. Boom. Nice. So Vlad looks around and says, well, we might as well figure out where the hell we are. All right. Nyx will lead the way, as she does. Okay. It takes about 20 minutes to climb the staircase. It's massive. But it reaches a opening point and you can see that while there's structure here the structure kind of fades off into rock like it was supposed to be like some sort of hidden entrance as best as possible it is the black rock of the riage which makes sense that's where theoretically the subway was taking you and you can see that as you approach that it's definitely daytime still which makes sense because you've only been traveling for like two hours and you step out and you are standing on and on top. And Nyx, go ahead and give me a navigation roll of 15. He's trained? Yep, so it's 12. Another 20. Fuck yeah. Wow. This is amazing. Okay, what would you propose as a major effect? You're going to have an idea where you are for sure. Would you rather hear where you are for sure before I tell you what the major effect yeah, is? Yeah, that's major effect? <laughs> Okay, so you're definitely in the riage. While you haven't been exactly here, like you're able to like look at the surrounding landscape and kind of put two and two together. And while there's a trail leading down here, it's not a particularly steady trail. It's a little steep. It's design looks like it's designed to be intimidating enough that people won't want to try to use it. But you think that like if you got down this mountain, you're probably about a thousand feet higher in elevation than you need to be. You think that that would link up to a path through the mountains that could probably get you to the proven grounds within a day. Oh. To be clear, getting down will take you however much time it takes to get down. But once you get down, you should be able to link up to the path. And then from there, it would be a day's travel to the proven grounds. Got it. And then it's at this point, as you're standing there figuring this out, that you hear a small voice coming from the other side of this entrance from where you're looking at. And it says... You're late. And Vlad kind of jumps for a moment, then turns around and looks and says, Speak of the devil. My young friends, let me introduce you to Prentice of the Guardians of Night's Hope. And that's where we'll end this episode. Holy shit. Oh my god. Stace. Yes. Something about this episode. It's got to be the imp thing, right? Like, that's crazy. I feel like a lot is happening for everybody. But honestly, my favorite moment was probably the drawing that the child, the wee child, gave to Cha-Cha. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. great to see her not get kicked out of <laughs> a town for bad behavior and bond with mm -hmm. a child and instill violence in the child. So I thought that that was a mm -hmm. good... I'm loving Cha-Cha's development right now, for sure. Dilly's too, but that's just my favorite for this episode. Cool. 
So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I'm going to go big picture, but then narrow it down a lot. So for my player intrusion this week, I would like to recommend that our listeners go check out the classical dance form of Bharatanatyam. I'll send you how to spell that, Daniel. Okay, good. And to narrow it down, I would like to particularly say, hey, go check out my teacher, Jenane. She's based in India. I believe she's still in the Chennai area right now. And she does online classes. And she, I'm wondering when she's going to post on our YouTube channel, but I'm going to give Daniel a link to her YouTube channel to put in like the show notes. But yeah, I just really appreciate the dance form. It's something I've been studying for a lot of years. And it's all about telling a story. There's never just a, we're dancing to dance. There's always a reason behind the dance. Like the warm-up dance I learned, which is like 11 minutes long. The reason it's called a warm-up dance is because it goes through all four, five, seven, five different styles of rhythm cycles in this dance style. It goes in counts of three, counts of four, counts of five, counts of seven, and counts of nine. And it's telling the entire story of, I believe, Dash Avatar. And it's Jaya Janaki, if anyone wants to look it up. I'll spell that for Daniel as well. But it's just a really interesting art style to see because it's heavily involved in rhythm, like facial expressions and math. How many times can you fit a five count into 34 measures? Like 34 counts divided by five. Go. Doesn't work, but you'll have to figure it out. That's very cool. Yeah, I wanted to recommend my teacher, Jenane, because she's amazing. And I haven't said her last name in such a long time, I'm not going to try to. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Very cool. Well, if people want to reach out to us to talk about their experiences with this form of dance or any other form of dance or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Oh, well, we have a website. From there, you can get to all of our socials. The website is explorerswanted.fm. And our big socials are at Explorers Wanted on Twitter, at Explorers Wanted Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to interact with us directly but don't want to go on Twitter because it's a hell site, we have a Discord. You can find that by going to explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Also, if it is within your means and you want to give us money, we have a convenient place to do that on Patreon, patreon.com slash explorerswanted. Go do that if you can. Yeah, absolutely. It helps us do what we do. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing that you could do is to tell a friend about the podcast and why you like it, why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star written review about the podcast and why you like it. The more detailed, the better, because that really helps people check out the show. Particularly if it's on Apple Podcasts, that makes a huge difference because that's where a lot of people start in their search for podcasts. So highly recommend doing that if you can. It makes such a difference. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, I need to make an apology. Early last season, I described a ritual in a way that was highly irresponsible. I later issued an apology for doing so, but even at that time, I wasn't fully aware of the potential consequences of sharing said details. I'm afraid that listening to the instructions and in turn translating the descriptions into thought is enough to create the circle and open the gate. However, failing to complete the ritual exactly will break the circle without binding the associated entity, putting the practitioner at risk. Now, all associated activities for that fall under our standard liability disclaimer, but I feel is only responsible to provide additional safety information if you were negatively impacted by this event. This applies to you if you have suffered from any of the following. Narcolepsy, insomnia, narcolepsy followed by intense dreams featuring insomnia, low appetite, voracious appetite, somnambulism that involves crossing state or provincial borders, waking in the middle of a deserted rural highway at night with an iron taste in your mouth, sexual dysfunction, including successfully reproducing with American-made muscle cars, (laughs) wading into the waters of Lake Marie while covered in sticky blood that looks black in the moonlight, and or having violent vomiting attacks involving spewing forth whole live lobsters. If this applies to you, Talk to your doctor, mystic, spiritual leader about common counterspells, including wart remedies, eating the hearts of powerful mammals to absorb their power, the higher on the food chain, the better, or as a vegan-friendly option, imbuing a root vegetable with power by feeding it your own blood, 
and then roasting it under the new moon while cosplaying as a Kelpie, and then arranging it into a tasty dish that will make omnivorous humans doubt their life choices. As a reminder, if you have any issues with this or any of the proposed courses of action, please direct your questions to the only one who could have foreseen this problem, Stace Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can ask me questions I don't currently know the answers to on Twitter at Stace Windu. I'm now thinking about what OSHA for demon summoning would look like. I'm at Slam Potato. I'm sure that OSHA requirement requires a lot of handrails. I'm Realty Unicorn on Twitter and Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye.